babies. Summertime. It's summertime. We are on the Queen's hours, and uh, he's got a lot of shit going on. So I'm not. I did make plans for tonight, and then you were like, "Hey, we're recording Thursday." I'm like, "Hey, guys, I'm busy Thursday now." So because I completely forgot. Did you br- you blew off your plans wow. for us this week? Yeah, I did. I was gonna go trivia, but I was like, "All right, no, no, I can't." Eh, you know, so you welcome. Trivia. Oh, thanks, Bill. Yeah, we finished first, second, and third the last three times we went. Not oh, bad. shit, you're on the fucking team. I'm not surprised. Oh. Rain Man. <laughs> Rain Man. Okay, why don't we get started before that <laughs> drink's gone? Uh, this is the Civil Mind Sports Show, the uh, uh, I, the self-proclaimed number one New England sports Thank show you. on iTunes. That's what I've been saying for a long Bill, time now. Bill, Bill's been saying That's that. what yep. I said. Don't well, it's the truth, and uh, if if... You don't know that and you're listening to it, then get to know it and tell your friends and uh, tell your mothers Uh, today on the show. Tonight on the show, we will be talking about the Red Sox pitching woes, the Celtics offseason moves. Jake DeBrusque fires uh, Bruce Cassidy and, of course, simplest minds of the week. Let's get this started with some opening takes. Bill, seeing as we haven't seen you since May, why don't you kick it off? Baseball. So I'm going Red Sox here. Nine and seventeen or nine and eighteen now after last night's loss against AL East. That's not not going to cut it, right? You need to start winning these games. You got a four game set with Yankees coming in Thursday as we record this right now, and and Yankees are the best team in baseball. You know you can't you cannot have a losing record in this division and expect to make the playoffs. So they need to figure this shit out. They need they have tons of holes in their lineup, and I could go on and on and on, but I'll I'll save it for later. But um overachieving is where we're at because you you know that losing record in the AL East is going to cost you a playoff spot down the road telling you now that's a really a staggering stat 9 and 18 against your division haven't um, won a series against the AL East all year oh and eight i believe last that year they were lose baltimore Ooh. right last year they were right around 500 uh, in the division so uh certainly something to keep an eye on and uh speaking about keeping an eye on bill did you add a printer to your podcast studio behind you? Or has no, that I'm always been there? Better. <laughs> I don't care. Just, just, as long as I can see the closet doors, I'm happy. As long as I can see the closet doors, we're okay. No, we, yeah, we have a printer back here. It's a, full I re- on, it's a full-on studio. I, I don't know why I'm surprised. To. It's a full fucking podcast studio. I don't know why there wouldn't be a Rich printer there. Fucking, ugh, you, ruined the, you ruined the joke. Sorry. Uh, can I... Uh, give you another it's a, pr- it's a printer faxer fax machine cool can i give you cool. uh another joke seeing as we're st- technically still not in the cold open we were visited some family over the weekend over the fourth of july weekend bill but by the way congrats on coming out alive i Thank and you. we always tell scary day monday broke the th- tip of my toe Oof. <laughs> think bill broken took a tumble <laughs> sitting <laughs> sitting down <laughs> so that just tells you how my you broke was... you broke the tip of your toe sitting down i was went to <laughs> you can't make fun of ray anymore no yeah. no no hold on i oh, fell on, i went to sit on a four-wheeler i overshot it and leaned, like leaned and went we trying gotta... to fucking dmx that shit rough rider and four no i just went to sit on it sideways because we were, i couldn't stand up we were playing fucking beirut i couldn't stand up so i jumped on the thing and just went <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> side saddle it yeah yeah i was gonna side seat it i'm a side seater rich sorry 
anyway, my joke's not as nearly as funny. We have a family member that uh, when we tell them that we work remotely, always ask if we bring our bring our printer. It just, I don't know, it just makes me laugh. Hey, yeah, we'll work remotely this week. Oh, did you bring your printer? Yep. <laughs> we the, yeah, we checked it. We checked it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe we'll touch back more on that uh, broken broken tip in a sec. Ray, uh, why don't you talk to us? Uh, give us your opening take, please. Uh, thank you there, Richard. Uh, from negativity to positivity, all hail Brad Stevens. And what a wonderful job he's done with this offseason so far. Uh, getting Daniil, Daniil Gallinari. I can't. I'm not Italian. Daniil. 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 Daniel Gallinari coming in hot. Uh, one of the best pure shooters uh, for the Celtics this year coming in with the free agent signing and then trading a pile of shit for Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, yes, the Celtics will be back to the finals next year and all is well in Celtics kingdom. If you had these two guys at this June, you won't, you're winning the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you would have won the finals if you had these guys and you're bringing back the same fucking team. And, uh. Can I ask, Ray, how was the cum cookie? It was delicious. Very good. Warm, delicious. Savory. Give me my opening take. I'm gonna I go, gave you uh, crabs. I'm gonna go Bruins here. Jake DeBrusque is your uh, apparently a new Bruins captain, GM, and president of operations. He has rescinded his trade request that started last year, the beginning of uh, the middle of last year, uh, after Bruce Cassidy was fired for uh, quote unquote not being able to relate to his young players, aka Jake DeBrusque, who there was a clear uh, uh, repertoire with. Save face moment. Fuck Jake DeBrusque and fuck Don Sweeney. I don't really care that Bruce Cassidy got let go, but I do care that he got let go for the wrong reasons. And clearly this is one of them. Jake DeBrusque. Jake DeBrusque is now the guy calling the shots on the team. More so, the fact is that Don Sweeney was saving face bill because his drafts have been atrocious. Uh, Keynote that 2015 will go down as one of the worst drafts in professional sports history. Sorry, Bill, take a sip. Uh, and Jake DeBrusque is the only the only thread of hope that Don Sweeney has to to hold on to uh, some type of relevance from his, from that draft. Uh, so he's letting him looks so good on this team right now, hmm. letting him call the shots and Jack Stadnikas and Trent Fredericks of the world's. Uh, when the uh, you know the fourth best winning percentage in Bruins history walks out the door in Bruce Cassidy, no, should go great. Should go great. Let's see what you do now, Jakey. Let's see what you do now, where everyone's on your side and they give you a pat on the back and give you a trophy for showing up. Let's see what your production looks like, you fucking pussy. Wow. Arrow pointing down on the Bruins. Down, down, down. We got the draft tonight. We'll see how that goes. Hey, Ray. Your shirt looks like an uh, Irene Sheets on a Tuesday night. Nothing on that? Damn. It's because we pee on her. <laughs> and uh, who doesn't like a little bit of waterworks? I like your shirt, Ray. I think it looks Thank nice. Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. Welcome that. to the Supermind Sports Show. Uh, Friday Rewind, July 10th? 10th? Hey. Hey. Tomorrow's the 8th. Yeah. Yeah. July 8th. Welcome to the show. today i almost did i swear to christ
I would. I, would I think it makes your off. Ray. I think it would make your arms look good. And if you are listening and not watching, then uh, change your change your tune. Go check out YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Smash that subscribe button and uh, uh, tell your friends. Leave a review. Leave a comment. We like to reply in comments. Uh, and if you uh, can't get the YouTube, then uh, listen on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio. We're big on iHeartRadio. We're very big on iHeartRadio for some reason. So check it out there. Maybe it sounds better. Um, maybe it's because Bill hasn't been here in a while and iHeartRadio likes um, none. The PG version. Yeah. Anyway, it, 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 give us a review and, uh, and tell your mothers. Whatever you do. All right, let's start Red Sox, Bill. You had a lot to say. You didn't quite get to it there. Um, Hold on, let me open the email. You got it. I did read it today. Pitching woes is where I want to start with this. I think this is kind of your the, the biggest story coming out of the Red Sox right now. So we're recording Thursday. Went, uh, Wednesday night was uh, Brian Bayo's debut, the big stud. How is it not Bello? B-E-L-L-O. And it's pronounced Brian Scott Bayo. Like, it's a little weird to me. Yeah, and Brian's even spelled wrong. It's B-R-A-Y-A-N, which is Brian. So, you know what? They're looking like a gangster. This is the Simple Mind Sports Show. We're not here. The Grammar Guru is not locked in. Summer vacation. We don't have a lot to say about that, but it's Bayo. It's how he pronounces. Or you could just call him Lil Pedro. However... That, that little showcase that they had for him on a Wednesday night didn't go uh, exactly as planned. Four innings pitched, four earned runs, three walks, only two strikeouts. The Red Sox lose the game seven to one. That is a, a shaky a, a, of a debut as you can find in the majors for a kid that's been hyped up. He's a 51st uh, prospect in uh, 40, yeah, Keith, right around uh, there, 49. Keith, whatever he, it is. He so. jumped from like 89 too. Like it was a Dude, big he's jump. been a stud and fuck in the minors. So I'll give you some stats here and, and I'll let you go. So in Portland, after six starts, he had a 1.60 ERA, including a seven inning no hitter uh, during a stretch where he did not allow a, th- a hit for 13 straight innings. Went to Worcester, had two straight games with 10 strikeouts. Um, and that was just a, a month or month and a half ago where he was crushing Worcester. I don't know. Did they try to find a soft landing spot for this kid, Bill, or did they, or did they, was it just circumstantial with the injuries or uh, give me your thoughts on Brian Bayo before we move on to the other issues with the pitching here? I mean, it's disappointing, right? So, I mean, you haven't had a real homegrown talent since what John Lester or, or Clay Buckles. I mean, really your best one was John Lester, but I mean, if you, you think about it, it's, it's a letdown, just what you saw, it, you needed something. It wasn't a soft landing. Honestly, that was a must win game. To me in Wednesday, I mean, you needed to win that series. You needed to get like you needed to get one series on the board, especially going into this Yankees series. You have Garrett Cole on the mound Thursday as we record this, and he's hot right now. And the problem, the Yankees, I mean, the Red Sox have owned him, but you can't guarantee the Yankees are going to tee off on you. Like you, you can't outslug this Yankees team right now. So I mean, that it, that was a big must win game. You needed to get one on the board and you didn't do it. So I don't, I don't know why you did it. There was a lot of rumors that like they lined sale and Bella Bayo up, sorry, Scott Bayo up on the same night because the roster spot, but now it sounds like they have sale projected Tuesday and he may get a start Monday. So we'll, we'll kind of see where that goes. Cause I think he's back against Tampa again. So I don't know. I understand. I don't know. It seems weird. I, I just didn't think it was the right spot. Knowing the nerds bill, it, 
Tampa's lineup but is I was not, hyped about it. It's not crushing uh, by any means. So maybe they liked the matchup um, against the hitters and did not take into account the moment, which is a very nerd thing to do. Uh, that was basically a two game swing given up against the Rays. Uh, you're dealing with tiebreakers and, and, and got more for the first too. time, whatever else in, in the MLB playoffs this year. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was the moment. I, is it the kid's stuff? He was a a nothing pickup by the Dombrowski era. It wasn't like he was a high draft pick. I think they paid no, they they signed him out of thirty grand out of the international pool or something. If that, um, but he's Dominican. Pedro's taken him under his wing. They said he's that he's got a, a changeup that looks right, like Jose Pedro. Altuve was signed for two grand, and he's a Hall of Fame player. So no shit. Yep. Well, I'm just, yeah, we, my, yeah, I'm not saying that he doesn't have the potential. I wrote a blog in simplemindsports.com. Again, that's simplemindsports.com. Give us the clicks that uh, I was excited about him because there's a good young pitching prospect the first time since Clay fucking Buckholz 2007. So, uh, yeah, it, the excitement was there for him and didn't quite uh, deliver. And then the night before, you had Nick Pavetta, the one uh, shining, shining out moment, shining, shining moment in this in this uh, staff since Waka had that title and, and went down. Raymond, dead arm, five and two thirds, seven earned runs, two walks, four Ks. Looked like shit the night before. Then you're looking at uh, Waka with a dead arm on the IR. Evaldi and Whitlock coming back at some point, but Evaldi's got a lower back issue. That's not he's, something he's that goes throwing at easily. least. Whitlock sounds like he's the closest. He's got a hip issue. Hips don't are not something that go away. Hips don't lie, Bill. Hips, Hips don't, don't lie. lie. And then you got old ass Rich Hill that's got an old ass fucking He's knee. Four to six. He's out four to six. I think something like that, right? So you are, uh, and and then okay, let's not bury the lead. Uh, Chris Sale went out in Worcester, and <laughs> did I throw those? Did I throw those? Uh, three, 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 three and two thirds, five walks, one run. What? five strikeouts or some shit like that. He walked the bases loaded and then walked the run in and then uh, proceeded to go in the dugout and completely and utterly destroy a broken TV in there. So couldn't get it off the wall though. Whoever mounted that wall. Well done. Or fuck you. Chris sales, tiny little twig arms that uh, break when he sneezes, couldn't get it off the wall. So that's your guy that you're, that you're hoping can come back. Like you said, Bill, they were planning for him to come back this week. Let's see. I don't know. He was, I think it, it sounded like if you listen to the post-game presser, he was like opining to get back into Boston. He did not want to stay in Worcester. He demanded to get back to the big leagues. Let he him get up. Fuck, there. dude. He's pitched basically nine games in three years, but I want to circle back to Bale real quick. His biggest struggle in the minors, their lefties are hitting 319 against him. And you saw them last night with Tampa. They they stacked seven lefties in that lineup and they teed off of him, right? They, he got quick outs in the inning and then it was boom, run, run, tee off. I mean, you could throw out some bad plays, but... Anyways, circling back to sale. I mean, that's get him up here. You need the help. Walk a, a dead arm. Come on. You just came out the fucking DL right now. You got a fucking dead arm like a little bitch. Like, come on. This is like this is my big problem with the Rich Hills and the Walkers of the world. I hated the signings. Waka is overachieved. There you go, Ray. I'll give you the fucking overachiever for you've been pining Walker for a while, but I'll give you that. But that's it. Like this is now this is what you're seeing. He's not consistent. Now you're you're battling another. They're pushing his starts back. He'll go on the DL. So it's like you you needed you needed Bayo to kind of hit here, right? You didn't see him hit great. Now you're you're relying on Chris Sale. He's the most important part coming back because now he's a guy that you can either A, put him in put his ass in the bullpen, or B, make him a fucking starter, right? Because he's pitching Tuesday. That sounds like it. He's coming up Tuesday, and you need him back. 
back to vintage Chris Sale, right? So you're nine and 18 against the AL East. You need Chris Sale to be back what he was 2017, 2018. That's all we need. We need half a season. Look at those runs. 2017, he was a monster. All-star break August started breaking down. 2018, look at he he couldn't even throw in the World Series. Remember, he came out with the World Series. He was terrible. His arm was broken in the World Series. And then Injuries. Give me fucking 2017 first half or 2018 first half. That's it. That's all we need. Half a season. Give me 85% of what Chris Sale was, and this team can start winning American League East Series. That's the biggest problem going forward. I have 0.0% faith that Chris Sale is going to come back Neither and give you I. anything close to that. Zero worst, worst contract in Red Sox history. Mm, Pablo. Pedro. He didn't mean uh, as much at, at the time. He didn't mean fuck as much you, as the Ray time. Pedroia is a Hall of Fame caliber player. That fuck contract you, was Ray. pretty fuck you, Hall of Fame fucking caliber Irish contract shirt. There, shirt. Shit there. Fucking, I like your shirt. Thank I you, man. I, like I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's nice. Uh, I have Chris Sale might come back, and he, and he might be <laughs> just fine. I expect Chris Sale to be fine, and, then, and, and he'll be okay. But if Evaldi comes back and is Evaldi, and Pavetta rounds back into form, um, and those guys can be your top of the rotation guys and they can all be adequate, then you have a good enough team to still compete. You still have some holes to fill and we'll see what they do at the deadline. I think you still need a right-handed arm in the, in the bullpen. Whitlock coming back has got to get back into form in the, uh, in the, he's going um, to the pen too. This is the best move they can. He's now. going to the pen, but he's still got back to form Bill. You know, yep. this is the first injury he's ever come off, uh, in season for a team. Yeah. I know he, he was coming back from the Yankees off of, Tommy John, Tommy John. And I know Chris Sale, this is second year back off of Tommy John, but look at how they handled him last year, too. They tried to soft land him against the Orioles. Remember, he looked like fucking shit. Chris Sale, worst contract in Red Sox history. Worst contract in Red Sox. History. I'll raise you Pablo Sandoval. That's that's Pablo Sandoval's for me. I mean, like we, we knew what it was, 145 million, right? So we kind of knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to there. So, I mean, if you get, if he comes, like I said, I don't have a lot of faith, but if he comes back and he can justify that contract. Bill, if, how many but, innings has he pitched since they gave him that contract? Uh, nine games, I think, or something. I don't even know. It's when the they worst contract <laughs> in Red Sox history. I, I get Pablo uh, completely blew out, but he played third base. This guy was supposed to be your number bone. one starter for the next five years. He was supposed to be your stud. He was supposed to be your ace. He was supposed to be the guy leading you to World Series. Pablo Sandoval was a third baseman. How about Hanley Ramirez's contract? Both those contracts sucked from Sherrington. That was Carl Crawford had a real Carl Crawford was tech. They got lucky that they could get rid of Adrian Gonzalez to take Carl Crawford's contract. Yeah. Carl get, Crawford's here, here's why I'll one. raise you Chris Sale because everybody knew he owns off Megan that, the Stallion too. You know that? Everybody really? knew coming off that 2018 World Series oh, that Chris Sale did not have an arm. Everybody knew he couldn't look pitch up. a whole season. Everybody knew that he was an injury guy. And what the Red Sox do? They gave him five years, 100 plus million. Well, Dabrowski. Terrible, 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 terrible signing from top to bottom. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say the worst, but you knew like when the, you the, signed Carl Crawford, everyone went, holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. Adrian Gonzalez. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. We got these guys and they flamed out. They weren't good when when you Gonzalez signed, was good when they signed hmm. Chris Sale to five years, one hundred and twenty million, whatever it was. 45. Everyone went, what the fuck? What the fuck? 
And then he immediately went on the deal with Tommy John surgery. When they signed Pablo Sandoval, you went, wow, three-time World Series winner coming from the Giants. This kid, this guy might be good. And then he ate himself out of the league. When he they ate himself Sale, out of the Red Sox before he played a fucking game. You remember he, remember split it, he broke his belt? The first spring train, that fat fuck, like they and they gave him ninety eight million dollars. That contract just came off the books this season. Bill, can the can the bullpen get better? So you got Schreiber, who's been a, a, a I love Schreiber. I guy's love been Schreiber. you know a diamond in the rough, a Heimblum diamond in the Rich, rough. Rich, hold guy. on before you go, you're gonna hate this, but he's 2018 Ryan Brazier, guy that came out of nowhere and, and started dominant. I told you, he's gonna hate it, but that's that kind of where he's coming from. I don't if he if he just don't mention Ryan Brazier's name. I don't well, give that's a fuck my about comparison Ryan Brazier. The right fact now. that that fucking guy's still on the roster is ridiculous. But Matt Strom is out there. Uh, Hook Howick. Get your fucking shot. But other than that, has he's been your closer. A, a I mean, he's a closer. So Carl, Carl, uh, uh, Cutter Crawford, sorry, um, has had some ups and downs. Austin Davis, if you want to throw him in there as a lefty, Winkowski's had some shining moments. But if you take Stryber, Strom, Hoke, and Whitlock, you got a decent bullpen there. You got to add an arm, I think. And then can, is that something that you feel confident in if you got four or five of those guys? in those arms out there. And then Deekman's a lefty. You can toss it lefties, you know, matchup dependent, but between Whitlock, Hauk, uh, Strom, Schreiber. And then if the, at the deadline, those are your guys, add a, if they can go add a really strong right-handed arm, do you feel good about it? Yeah. I mean, that's a top two biggest need on this team right now is your bullpen. I mean, you, you've seen it. I keep mentioning that your division record, you've probably blown five saves against the Toronto Blue Jays this year, at least. I mean, I mean, you look at their losses, you blew, you were leading late in the game, you're blowing saves. You got rid of one of one of the culprits in Hansel Robles yesterday as they DFA'd him. I think Hansel you gave up like Hansel and Gretel's gone. I mean, you you got options out there. Austin Davis has been okay, Cutter, uh, Cutter Crawford. But your yeah, your biggest weakness is your bullpen. So if you can slot with like I've been saying this for years. You need to slot your guys, right? Like, that's the biggest thing. Give guys your role in that pen. It, whether it's Hoke or Whitlock is your closer, figure that out. If you want Whitlock, uh, Whitlock to close, then put Hulk in the eight and put in the eighth and put your Schreibers in the seventh and, and your Stroms in the sixth, right? And just ride those guys. That's where you need to go. Stop. I, I understand they try to mix and match, but I mean, that's your that's the way to go. Unless it, the biggest upgrade you probably get is Daniel Bard. That closer material right now, former Red Sox. I think he's 16 for 18 with saves. He's under a three ERA right now. His whip's pretty low. Even pitching in Colorado, that's big news. I mean, he's been, you know, an acclimation project the last couple of years. He had a bad year last year, but he, he could potentially be on the move. You could probably get him for pretty cheap. Now you got to start using those prospects and start building that bullpen. That's your biggest, probably your biggest need outside of first base. So figure that yeah, shit out. I mean, I don't care about the price. It's like, you, like you said, you've built your club up, your your farm system up to a top five farm system in the league. Time to start shelling these guys out and bringing what you need to go. I would uh, spend if World I'm Series. dropping prospects. There's a uh, Peter Bedar, I believe, out there in Pittsburgh. He's got 13 saves for a shitty team in Pittsburgh. They're always rebuilding. Ben Charrington is their GM out there. I mean, that's a guy you have Red Sox connections there. Some of the same front office guys. So I mean, you you can possibly go after a guy. That's where you need to target. Target a legit closer. Target a guy that you can deploy in the eighth inning, whether it's Whitlock or the ninth inning, whether it's Whitlock or go trade a guy. But those. That's where you need to target. How about lefty power? I heard this. Yeah. Uh, okay. You want me to I either, wanna, I either oh, read this good. or heard this somewhere today. Um, looking at the power here. from the Red Sox uh, lineup is not. It's a little bit deceiving. 
and there's there's not a lot. I know Kiki's still been out, but and that's he's a right-handed guy. But uh, this was brought up more power. JD Martinez has eight home runs, half more than halfway through the season. He's supposed to be, you know, one of your big home run hitters. Bogarts is going to hit you 20, 25 stories in the same realm. Like you don't, Devers can get you up into the thirties of, you know, obviously, but other than that, there's not, there's not another big power bat there. If JD Martinez is going to, you know, just stick with his doubles and singles. Is that something you target first base, right field, lefty power? You wouldn't have to target any of that shit. If we, Rich, you and I talked about it, Kyle Schwarber. You let him go for nothing. Ooh. You know who leads the NL right now in home runs? Kyle fucking Schwarber. Okay. Dad, did you, friend, hey, you're, like, your second biggest need is first base. I don't Kyle give Schwarber, a shit. He could play left field in Fenway, couldn't he? Uh, I, I believe someone named Manny Ramirez without a brain. He could play first and- base. You're you're going between Bobby Dobbock and Franchi Cordero, right? Did you see him uh, botch a ball? Not even botch it. He dropped it. It hit him square in the gloves. He in the glove. He dropped it. It didn't. It didn't hurt the socks. But at the time when you're trying to kill, get a run. I, mean, I love uh, all the positive energy coming out of the, out of camp though about Franchi Cordero and how much he's been a, a, a surprise for the team in the club. It's like, come on, man. And Bobby Dahlbach, you know, and the positive energy about Bobby Dahlbach, no, who's bullshit. approaching bullshit. two two thirty or whatever. It's like. Well, look at his September and August last year. Really? Really? So the guy can go four months hitting 191 and then have a, a four-week stretch where he He's where Jackie he Bradley. You, He's can't, you can Jackie only have Bradley. one of those guys and survive, and that was Jackie Bradley Jr. And even he he's sucks not doing this year. Anymore. He sucks, period. No, he but sucks, Rich, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now. Milwaukee, when you're, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. When yeah, he had his worst years. year ever in Milwaukee, and then they thought that they could, I don't know, bring him back. Oh, they the bought prospects. Hunter Renfro, is he still, where's he? He's got to be still, for a while there, he was leading the NL in home runs. He's on. He fell off, but. No, he, he came back, he hurt a hamstring, and then he just went on the DL last week for a calf injury. All right, so I'm not crying about Hunter Renfro. I never was, but the, team, they didn't replace him. They <laughs> they didn't replace him by with JBJ anyway. And then um, home runs. No, I'll tell you right now, but month, like the, the trade you, done, trade deadlines coming up at the end of the month and the, the holes have been evident for this team for a while back of the bullpen and uh first base, right field in a, in a power bat in the lineup. Those are the, those are the guys. And you, you certainly got enough young kids contributing at the big league level now to package something and go get it something real to take that nine and 18 record against your division and, and try and start to flip it and give yourself a chance in the playoffs. Yeah. Do you want to talk about offense? We'll see what he does. Yeah. Well, hopefully, but I mean, you had your, you had your, your option in house. That was your biggest thing you had with, with Schwarber. What looks better? JD, uh, story, Dahlbach, Frenchie, or story Schwarber and whatever the fucking remains of Bob Dahlbach and Cordero you have. I'll tell you what, what I'd rather have Kyle Schwarber than Trevor story. I'd rather have both and would have traded J.D. Martinez. That was the move to make, and you cheaped out. You were too loyal to go to J.D. Martinez, and the biggest reason you're loyal is because you signed him on the cheap when no one fucking wanted him. He signed in late February, early March. The year they signed him, he got three opt-outs. No one else was going to pay him the amount of money because he's a one-trick pony at D.H. You should have got younger. Schwarber's 28 years old. J.D.'s over, I think he's 32, pushing 33 years old, and you saw the fucking power Schwarber had. Now you're you're changing 
chasing what you had already in Kyle Schwarber. That's your fucking second biggest need is power, especially at fir- first base. You're chasing your biggest need, and you already had him. You let him walk. JD is a shell of himself. I'm done with him being fucking, what, third or fourth in the league with, with doubles. Get him off your team. I've been saying the whole year, you should have chosen Kyle Schwarber over JD. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm 50-50 on, on Bloom. Like some of the moves, I've been questioning a lot of moves. He's hit on some, but like some are, are big. Like even Kyle, Trevor Story's 230. Two fucking 30 hit nine home runs in a 14 game stretch. He has 14. So I what does that tell hate you? The Trevor Story signing, actually. No, he's Xander Bogart's replacement for next year. Well, if that, they let Bogart's if they gone. let Bogart's go for Trevor Story, then I hate it. He's gone. You're completely. making me angry about the Red Sox. What else are we talking okay, about? Okay, well then let's uh <laughs> no, just let's let's get some words out of out of uh Dr. Big Mac here and throw it over to what should be a interesting, short, simple uh headlines with the obvious. Are you really one. winging this one? Well, yeah. I think you wrote something. I think it was authored by the grammar guru. Right, so this this should be good. We'll see what it, what he Did has. Did you send another one? Or? He's already he's already pulled up another uh, screen. He can't see you or hear you. He tries to distract. I can you hear you. I just he can't reads. see you. Okay, so uh, this is headlines <laughs> with the obvious one. Uh, thank you, there, Richard. The Red Sox still haven't won a series against an AL East opponent. Uh, they lost Wednesday night to the Rays seven to one. And the big news out of this game. Pedro, I mean, Brian Bayo, got his first MLB start going four innings with six hits, four runs, and two strikeouts. The Sox <laughs> start a four-game series with the first-place New York Ra- New York Yankees, and Racer Domus says the Sox only won one this weekend. The Eastern Conference champs made a splash, first signing Danilo, Danilo? Gallinari, Good. the best pure shooter now on the Celtics, and Queen approved. They also re-signed Sam Auser, who and Luke Cornett to warm up the end of the bench. Uh, trader Brad pulled off a doozy of a trade, sending Daniel Tice, Peach Baskets, Aaron Neesmith, and three other piles of shit and a first round pick uh, in 2023 to the Indiana Pacers in return for Malcolm Brogdon. Long live Brad Stevens. And the NHL draft was on Thursday night, and the Bruins are slated for pick four in the second round. And with that pick, the Bruins should have fired Don Sweeney. This has been headlines with the obvious one. Back to you, Richard. You read that really well. A couple good jokes in there too. That's because he was. I, he doesn't see me, and I wasn't inter- interjecting in anything dumb that he was saying. Nope. It was Thanks, good. Bill. Appreciate that. It was good. Uh, bigger the fupa, tastier the chalupa. Everyone knows that. Yeah, you fat fuck. <laughs> Celtics off season. We are off some fireworks. We're you coming look like off the cheese the- on the top of of a burrito right now. God damn it! I hate you guys. <laughs> Oh, that. <laughs> that's still there. I love it, dude. That thing's a monster. Yeah. That thing is a fucking hanger. I can't breathe. I'm working breathe. through something. I've been working through something. I don't have anything to wipe this with. <laughs> Dude, that thing's like the size of Ray's limp fucking, dick. Yeah, that was huge. That was like two inches. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was uh, a big okay. fucking uh, snot I've ever seen. Yeah. Might want to delete that. Timestamp well, this. 
power, a lot of power coming out of that. Uh, Celtics. So, <laughs> Celtics are off to a rip-roaring start in the offseason. Anyway, uh, Celtics are off to a rip-roaring start in the offseason. I just uh, shot a loogie out of my nose. <laughs> Bill, you're a joke. Stink tonight, by the way. Have another drink. Drinky, yeah, drinky, why don't you bitch. come more often? You, have you guys made a pact and not laughed at anything. I hate you guys. No, they're just stupid. No, I, yeah, that was, I, they were very dumb. I quit. Uh, I quit. Enjoy. I don't run. I now I don't know how to pronounce Gallinari's name. Del, Danilo. 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 Danaro. There's yeah. no R, you fucking Danaro. idiot. Danaro. Danaro. <laughs> it's not delivery. Uh, it's not delivery. Gallinari signed uh, two years, 13 million. Play that's Italian, not Spanish, by the way. For I know, year I said two, that. Uh, here's his stats coming off of last year with the Hawks, which I believe he was a starter. So you're looking at 25. No, he came out of the bench, I thought. No, he was a starter. No. Okay, sorry. Up, Take it back. Also, 25 minutes played, 12 points, five rebounds, an assist and a half, 38% from three. Uh, 6 10, 34 year old next season coming off your bench. He was the shooter that the Celtics needed. Um, for the last several years, that was the first move Danny made, uh, or I'm sorry, Brad made before it even slipped there. Brad Stevens, uh, better than Danny Ainge easily. The next move, uh, shook the core of Celtics nation. Malcolm Brogdon, who has been on the Celtics fans and Celtics radar for a number of years here, uh, traded for, uh, you mentioned the headlines there, Ray Daniel Tice. Aaron Peach Basket Peach Baskets Neesmith, the best shooter in his draft. It'll be mm-hmm. it'll be tough to see Peach Baskets go. I liked saying Peach Baskets. I mean the inventor of basketball. Mm. Tough to let him go. Nick Stauskas, who uh once who? scored a hundred points in two uh G League games or some Michigan guy, right? He came from Michigan, Michigan guy. He was like he was drafted high. He was drafted in the lottery and uh flamed out. Celtics signed him, he didn't play. Malik Fitz. And Juwan Morgan, plus a 2023 first round draft pick, protected top six, I think. Top seven, top yeah, six. Don't worry about which, it. Which, whatever, doesn't really matter. Um, Malcolm Brogdon averaged 19 points, five rebounds, six assists, and 33 games for the Pacers last season. The biggest knock at him is injury. He hasn't played a whole lot last few years, um, but he'll be slotted as your backup point guard. Uh, going into next season, Raymond. Uh, that's not what I heard. There's two. Uh, there's a different option. They might go small. Go ahead. So it might be uh, Brogdon, Smart, Brown, Tatum, and Time Lord to start the game, and a Horford coming off the bench is what I've been hearing a lot of talk because this kid, Brog- well, he's not a kid, but Brogdon shouldn't be a uh, six man off the bench. He should be a starter. Absolutely to, not. Put his ass to, right on the bench. You need him to be the facilitator. You, we saw what happened when Marcus Smart was the facilitator. Uh, turnovers McGee over there and, you know, slowing the tempo down. You need Brogdon to be the guy to run this whole ship, and I think that's what needs to happen. Bill? Uh, nope. Nope. Biggest weakness in the Celtics and in the playoffs was guys that can shoot and guys that could come off the bench and shoot, right? So you you just added two guys that are should and will come off the bench. Leave your starting five alone. You saw what it could do last year. You had the defensive player of the year. I get it. You want to add there, but leave Al Horford there. You can limit his minutes. You still got to add a little piece in the big men, but leave that starting five alone. You got Brogdon and you got Gallinari for a reason, and it's to come off that bench. I've said it at the start of the show when whoever brought up the Celtics that if you had these two guys on your on your roster in June, you're winning the NBA Finals. You're beating Golden State. 
right? So now these are the guys you need to come off the bench. You know what you have in Al Horford. He's a leader on your team. You need him starting. You go to limit his minutes, but leave that starting five alone. I've said it on this show multiple times. Leave that starting five alone. Period, or maybe in our text, I don't remember what it was, but leave that yeah. starting five alone. We I, uh, on the show for I, a while. I lean a little. I bit don't know t- where it was. Sorry, I but. lean a little bit more towards Bill here for that reason, but also because you were dealing with the quagmire of Marcus Smart, who has come out to the media and literally said, "One, you, you finally made me the point guard, and we got to the finals." So don't hate it. Don't do does not. I do not hate it. You can't put Marcus Smart on the bench. He won't. Uh, take that and he won't do it. It won't happen. You can't put Marcus Smart in the shooting guard role because he's already told himself in the world. Uh, literally, he said to the world, they got to see what I could do as a point guard. And uh, and that's what it is. And the stats will tell you, the nerds will tell you that the Celtics actually did literally have the best starting five in the NBA uh, for much of the season after Christmas. So that all works. And it and everybody knows it doesn't really matter who starts is about who finishes and bills right in this, in this instance, if, if they were in that series, not even just the, the warrior series, but also uh, Milwaukee and also Miami, whenever their offense went stagnant with their guys, Malcolm Brogdon is, is the guy you can bring in and spark plug that fucking offense. You can, Game one of the NBA finals, they benched Marcus Smart for all intents and purposes. He played two and a half minutes in that last in that in that first game because they had things working for him. Malcolm Brogdon's a guy that can bench Marcus Smart in the fourth quarter. So you want to you want to end with Brogdon, Brown, Tatum, Time Lord, and uh and Al? Fine. You want to end with you can even end with Gallinari. Gallinari, you want to end with whatever. Everyone's got to check into the roles, check into the responsibilities and understand what it is. And if you're on the bench, fucking suck it up. You're trying to win a championship. And that's the deal. The only guys that's should, what not, knows. The only guys that should off, not be on the bench are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's it. Those yeah. guys should be on the court at all times, at all, whenever. And they should have the ball in their hands. And the only guy that doesn't fucking get that is Marcus Smart. So, yeah, you might see him on the bench. But Bill's right. You give me Gallinari and Malcolm. Bro- so, you know, your bench is Brogdon, Derek White. Gallinari and Grant Williams and your, Grant Williams is now your ninth deep. guy off your bench instead yeah. of your seventh. Yeah, you just you just you would you you're an NBA champion if that was your team this year. Is that Wizards big guy still out there? Or did he? No, just he went to the Lakers. Lakers. That's what I thought. They I, promised I, him a starting job. The fuck I forgot. I, I forgot his name. I'll, I'm going to throw a name out there. Thomas Bryant. Uh, uh, yeah, but Bo- Boogie Cousins is still out there. He only wants to, he wants to go to the Lakers and be a starter. He's not Anthony Davis and this guy. Brian's going to start. He only wants to go to Lakers is what he's cool. If he wants that, then he's out in my book. That's a, but that's a type of signing the Celtics need. You need a guy like that. You need a guy that can slide into that Tice role. Right. And if you really want to fuck with the starting five, you you get Tice at all last year. Yeah. But you need a guy that is is there, but he's your third big guy. He's your third center. You need a guy there. Brian would have been perfect to fit there. That's the big, that's the one thing you're missing on this team. You have the the TPE. You're not going to use it. You're not going to use it at 17.8, which I think it's a joke. I think they should go after it. But the biggest problem is you just traded a lot of, a lot of trash. That was the problem that you traded all your trash to get Brogdon. Right. So, I mean, thank God Brogdon knows only played 36 games last year because you're not, if he, if he's, a healthy 82 you're not trading that trash to get no, him but, you're not but he's the type of oh, real quick he's the type of tpe right that would have been the tpe guy you essentially traded for your tpe and you're going to let it expire does well, that make sense yeah you 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 use the you know assets I mean? he's for the brogdon guy. that you would probably use to get your tpe in right. although i think peyton pritchard probably has value 
And now what you're looking Grant at. Grant Williams it, also does, too, is because he's coming off. Ex- this is his Yeah, last Grant year. Williams, too. I mean, for a sure. long year, he was leading the league in three-point shooting. Sure, and but I think we're not going to resign him. If you're not going to resign him, get rid of him now. I, you know how I feel about Grant Williams. Get him fuck off. I'll tell you. Team. I'll tell you this right now. I think that uh, the backup centers, which they do need, but the backup centers available for or the players available for the TPE are less valuable than Grant Williams in his role for the Celtics, and I think that's how they'll look at it. And whether whether he walks for nothing or, or not is fine. Next year, Grant Williams is more valuable in his role right now than anybody they could get in that TPE if it cost him that. Um, but yeah, backup center is definitely the last thing that they need to fill. You looking at Time Lord and Al Horford. Time Lord and a guy that clearly needs to be spelled, clearly can't make it through a whole season. And Al Horford's 36, 37 years old. So you definitely need a guy um in that third big what are you laughing spot. at, bitch tits. Five nothing Yankees in the top of the third. There we go. Five nothing Garrett. Garrett Cole. Garrett Gold's pitch tonight. All right. Uh, yeah, Bill. Uh, just to just to give some numbers up there for the rain tonight. man, we're gonna stick with Celtics here for two seconds. Here for two seconds, Garrett Cole, uh, mustache boy. This mustache, Richard. Here's here's the cap. Here's the, here's here's your numbers. All right, the cap is 123 million. The tax is 150 million. All right, so you pay over 150 million, you got to pay tax. The Celtics roster right now currently is 159 million. So they're going to pay tax. Um, and all reports are they don't want to pay that TPE. They don't want to go that far into the tax. Well, so what are they at? What, 140? The tax is what, 150 when it doubles, right? What's the hard I don't cap? know, Bill, and I'm not going to try and figure it out tonight. I, I just literally tried, I tried to figure it out today and it made my stomach hurt. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it. Just know that the Celtics are paying tax and they're okay with it and they're into it, but they're not going to pay Warriors level tax. So they're probably not going to use the TPA. Probably. We'll see. Um, that being said, the other uh, the other part of the Celtics offseason that's been in the news is Kevin Durant and that blazing, beautiful blazing dumpster fire that is the Brooklyn Nets. Everyone, if you, everyone wants to do a collective toot-toot, We'll let the queen. We'll let the queen go in his time. There it is. Uh, what a fucking dumpster fire! Kyrie opts in when nobody wanted him to. The exact just sad. Up- it just went past my prediction of Christmas the first year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, KD requests a trade. By the way, I don't know if you guys heard this. He's mm. gone basically radio silent. Have you heard the? Have you heard the asking price? So Minnesota checked in. They wanted Anthony Edwards, uh, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns, Towns, and like four or five drafts draft picks and i think they went what go bear i think or they they, they circled that back for I don't kd know. that wasn't i think kevin durant no is going that, I, to sorry, I meant, I meant durant. this year i think, I think kevin durant's are. gonna play for i the think Nets they're both gonna play yeah. i think they both are the asking price they're calling his bluff fuck you you mortgage the future again on two superstar players right i sent you guys the meme this is the second team that had had two dumpster fire for fucking um for uh what super teams right with the KD Pierce Joe Johnson Fat Deron Williams that those teams and now this right you spent you mortgaged your future on future on future to go out and get Harden to go out and get Ben Simmons like you did all this shit to get these guys and now like fuck I'm 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 Brooklyn I'm holding firm you're either sitting out when you're not getting paid or you're playing on the Brooklyn fucking Nets because no one and I mean no one is paying that asking price unless 
somehow Shaquille O'Neal comes in and buys the little Orlando Magic and says, fuck it, I'm going to come build a team around you in Orlando. Shaq's got the money. He's worth four, $500, 600000000 million. I mean, like, and he's beloved down there. So, I mean, that's it. That's it. No one's going to pay the price. The Lakers can't go out and get him because they can't go out and get Kyrie because no one wants fucking Russell, Russell Westbrook. Wilson. So where are these guys going to play? You're not going to trade AD. AD's fucking LeBron's boy. Right. I mean, that's the guy. Wait till we get a healthy AD. Wait till we get a healthy AD. You'll see us next year. You'll see us next year. Good. Yeah. Good fucking luck. You haven't done shit. Right. So, I mean, that, no one wants these guys. They're playing for the Nets. They're not fucking going anywhere. I love to see it after years and years of, of Kevin Durant and LeBron James um, pushing the league around. Then Kevin Durant finally signs a four year deal. And now it's like, nope. <laughs> you have no leverage you have nowhere to go we're not doing you any favors uh we want the world for you because you're the best player in the world and uh fuck you you're not going anywhere and, and i'd send to kyrie to fucking serbia if you wanted to but you know the nets probably want to keep Durant, him Durant wants to go play with all-stars he does it like the he, if he went to miami he wanted to play with jimmy butler uh bam out of bio yeah, I don't know uh, where Miami's come from, Ray. Like, what do they have? They don't have anything to give other up. Other than that, yeah, they have nothing to give up. And then Golden State's the other rumored team. And from what I understand, is a pile of shit to get Kevin Durant to go back to Golden State. Which, why would he do that? And Phoenix is the other team. Phoenix is the only one that makes sense to me. Maybe Aiton. If you can add Aiton and add Aiton and like a bunch of like role players, then yeah, it makes sense. Maybe that's, that's maybe, maybe. But I think, I think we talked about this in the text chain. I, I think Brooklyn's playing to have playing this whole thing to have both of them back and then get them on the court together and get them liking playing together and see if they can keep them around. I think that's their, I think that's their play and it's their only play. And uh, I I wrote a blog of this on simplemindsports.com. Should the Celtics trade for Kevin Durant? No, my, my, well, my answer is yes, but only if it includes something of the likes of Uh, trash that you're going to all right, can I? Would you uh, well, I'd give up Rob him? Williams and Marcus Smart for Kevin Durant next year. I would do that. That would be my that would be my limit, and a couple firsts or something. But it, it is ke- still Kevin Durant. But after w- listening to all this, and then the report came out that Kevin Durant's upset with how the Nets handled Kyrie, how the Nets handled Kyrie. Fuck, I'm out. I'm out on Kevin Durant and his moody and his moody fucking mood ring ways. I'm out. I'm out on this little baby back bitch all these fucking guys the guy never won shit without Steph he's never gonna win shit without Steph he's just this both these guys both these methodical methodical fucking thinkers and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving get off Twitter and shut the fuck up I don't want you I don't want you in boss I'm actually out I'm way out on all of it all three of them out all three of those Oklahoma City draft picks, they lost four to one to Miami. Miami got their first title with LeBron and, and Wade and, and Bosch. Right. You put even put those three on in their prime and put against that team again, they're still gonna lose four to one. Like Probably. that's how that, that's how that team is. And that's how they all are. Right. Harden Harden begged his way to get to Brooklyn to win a championship, right? I mean, eight is way. I think you meant, you meant eight is way. way. Sorry. Eight is way. And then, and then again, forced his way again to go play with Embiid out there in fucking uh, Philly. Right. I mean, it's just, it's the way in the NBA and I'm out on Durant. I don't think he's a winner. I'll fuck his two um, NBA finals MVPs. It's because Steph Curry wasn't having those good finals those two years where he was there. That was it. I mean, I'm I'm out. He, he, he's right. He's a deep. Go ahead. 
I, uh, game, um, I guess it was game three or game four, whatever game the, uh, the, uh, the garden crowd was really giving it to Draymond and Steph yeah. and Steph came out and hit a couple threes and went and like right to the, the Celtics bench and, and motherfucked him and then, and then sent it to the crowd. Okay. Someone wrote something today that he did that knowing that the crowd was getting to Draymond and like he wasn't producing. So Steph took it on himself to take the crowd and get him to fucking hate him. So I, re- I, re- I, I said this before the series, Ray, you disagreed with me. I said it after the series, I said the same thing. I Steph, Steph Curry, Curry yeah. Steph Curry can play for me any fucking day of the week. Top 10 player of all time. Steph Curry's awesome. I believe Ray said Drama, there's no Dray- one on the Kevin Durant no one on the Warriors that Ray liked when the before the season the series started. Not one. well, his dick turned green uh, halfway through because his eyes oh, he's bleeding green. green. His eyes green. his beautiful eyes turned. That's to, called to syphilis. A, a starts rotting your brain after so long. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happened. That's what happened to him. That's why he couldn't respect Steph. Uh, but that but that being said, tying it to KD like. That was everyone. No, that wasn't Katie's team. That was Steph's team. That was Steph's team. And yeah, Durant was probably overall the best player there. But you know, Steph knew how to take a step back. Like I just respect that guy so much in the basketball court. Like good for him. But uh, yeah, no, Durant. Um, really, true colors shining through here for Durant in this Brooklyn fucking dumpster fire. So, nope, out on Durant. Obviously, if it includes anything close to Jalen Brown, out on Durant. Ray, any last words here? On no, the, I'm uh, out on Durant. I was a big, uh, big uh, fan for getting Durant here. I, I believe Brown, he said if we don't like, I believe I asked Brady. Raymond. I believe. Wait, hold I on, we're Raymond. dumb for not wanting KD. According to oh, Raymond. that's actually that's, that's what I'm saying. So actually, I can't, that's, I, that's true. true. That's true. Can Thank I not? You, Bill? Thank you, Bill. Raymond, G- would you take care it to back? Respond? Apologize. I, I, to I me. take it back, and I apologize after no, everything. Oh, I take I take it back, yelling at you, Bill. And then, Ray, I want you to take it back and apologize for telling us that we're assholes. I apologize to you, Richard and Billiam. Anyone uh, who doesn't want KD is dumb. Um, Yeah, well, after all that's come out, fuck that guy. And fuck the Brooklyn Nets. Slip snap. Slip snap. (laughs) Quick break. We'll be right back to talk about uh, Jake DeBrusca as the new captain of the Bruins. Ray, do you want to get a beer? No, I've been watching all the trade. I guess Montreal is fucking pissed at their first round pick that they took. They're pissed? Yeah, because uh, they took this kid, uh, Slavoski, Slavoski, instead of Shane Wright, who is the number one overall pick. And the Habs fan, because it's in Montreal right now, the draft, and they are pissed. Good for them. I just wanted to see your shirt. I I feel like your shirt makes you look slimming. Okay. I love how he like he's turning it more and more and more just so we can't see his fucking yeah, we, Grand we Canyon can, ass crack. We can see the doorknob now on the oh no, he's coming back full oh, fledged. Just oh, it's still right uh, it's still uh, waxed. A little bit. Of, we saw a little bit of top of the fupa. Top of the fupa. That looks great. Slimming um, on the hips. Nice, nice dick. Nice, Bill. 
Fleming on the hips. Uh, Jake DeBrusque fired Bruce Cassidy. That's how I look at this. Jake DeBrusque, uh, as I said in the opening take, rescinded his trade request, or his agent did. He probably had nothing to do with it. He's uh, somewhere in uh, some island, not giving a fuck about anything. Nova Scotia. There you go. Uh, after Jim Montgomery was hired as the Bruins coach, we, which we can get into. We haven't talked about that yet. Uh, Jake DeBrusque rescinded the trade request. Because Bruce Cassidy was mean to him and uh, didn't let him uh, lollygag around. So he wanted to leave Boston. And now that Bruce Cassidy is gone, he's he decided he's going to stick around. So Sweeney, the snake, uh, scapegoated Bruce Cassidy uh, because his draft choices fucking blow. And now he's t- now he's saying that Cassidy couldn't develop them. Ugh. I, it just what a sour taste it is to follow the Bruins right now. What an absolute sour taste. And then you hire an alcoholic to come coach in Boston. Bill. Good luck. Good luck, Raymond. Uh, <sighs> initial thoughts before Bill uh, before Bill has uh, something to say here. Yeah, this team is just – you can't root for this team. It's very hard to root for the Bruins right now with all the shit that's going on. Oh, Jake DeBrus pretty much got Bruce Cassidy fired, and I, I see why Bill is now picking a new team. This It makes total sense. This team is very insufferable to watch. I believe I was called an idiot for trying to pick a new team, but uh, by Frank by Tank of tank. Barstool Not Sports. Us. Not us. Mm. That was Frank well, we don't share that opinion. Uh, you that are the queen, Frank. and we bow to you. But that you was Frank. Moron. Actually, yeah, well, he also more. follows the New Jersey Devils, and he weighs about 400 pounds, so his opinion means shit to me. Anyways, let's move on. So Jim Montgomery, I need to hear the story. Supposedly, it happened at a family party. Supposedly, the incident, it has never been released. It was. It's supposedly never going to come out, but yeah, okay. it, it must have been something. I'm saying there must have been pussy grabs, some titty grabs. He could have whipped his dick out. Locker room I, talk. Hold on, Locker hold on, hold on. Talk. No, 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 no. I imagine this. That's a Billy Badwards party. Hold right on. There. I imagine this. You guys ever see uh, Wolf of Wall Street? Of course. Remember when Donnie pops a bunch of the fucking quaaludes and then he goes down in the party and starts whipping his dick out and jacking off in the party? That's what I picture happening. Maybe like a reenactment a- of him whipping his dick out and jacking off, but we'll never know. Supposedly, this guy's won wherever he's gone wherever he's gone so hopefully i mean he's won well NCAA, that's not supposedly USA. those are actually no, 100 yeah no no he's won ushl he's won in north, north dakota where he was coached and then he took uh he clicked with tyler sagan and in, in, in dallas you know in, in the 2019 brought them back to the playoffs so i mean we'll see he's clicked with the young guys i mean the biggest problem i guess supposedly the you know the cassidy drama has gone all the way back when he was on the bench in 2014 Right. So I think that whole thing you heard Claude Julian was the same way. And he kind of you saw Bruce Cassidy kind of mold his game under Claude after he got fired from Washington. He had a two year stint with Washington, moved down to Providence and then came up on the bench. So you kind of saw how uh, Claude just wanted, you know, a Stanley Cup with a pretty veteran team with a little bit of youngsters in there. But I mean, you saw it and then that's it. You saw the way Claude did it and that's, he couldn't, he, he, you know, and then the new generation is soft. That's the, that's the biggest thing. But again, mm-hmm. you, you alluded to it, Rich there. It's saving face. It's saving face. And the way they copped out and alluded to it going back years and then Cam Neely's press conference, Cam Neely is my favorite Bruin of all time. And I am so fucking done with him in the Boston Bruins. I am fucking done with him. My, my favorite Bruin of all time right now is Patrice Bergeron. Ooh, Cam Neely. I'm so done. I'm so done with him. I'm almost, almost sliding him into 
the Ray Borg territory. Into the wow. list. You're, you're almost putting him on the list. Wow, I can't. Dude. I can't. It's been a while since we brought up the list. I can't because he put he put uh he did something that Ray Bork could never do, whether it was a player or or a front office guy, and that was bringing Stanley Cup to Boston. Oh. He was a big fixture in that. Well, Bobby Orr did that. Did I say Ray Bork? Did I say Ray Bork? You said Raymond. something that no one has ever done. Ray Bork. Didn't I say Ray Bork? No, you Sorry. said never done. Well, I meant Ray Bork. Something Ray Bork never did never did was bring a uh, Stanley Cup to, to Boston. Well, yeah, he did after when he was with the Colorado Avalanche. He brought, yeah, he brought it on the parade. He came Boston game with Bruce. We should jersey. recirculate that video because of how much I hate the Boston Bruins. Ray, you've been You've been typing up videos nowadays, Ray. You, uh, Bill, you've been, been typing been, up videos, yes, Bill. Bill, you've been uh, thinking about who you're going to root for this season. Not yet. I got to get through this draft. Okay. okay. I've always, uh, you know, I like a few guys in Colorado. I've always been, you know, my favorite player, Ray Borg. Ray Borg. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite full circle. <laughs> my favorite non brute My favorite non brute of all time, Steve Eiserman. So I think like even a shitty team in, in Detroit, I'm, I'm kind of leaning to, to Detroit. Honest, You'd gain honest a lot advice. of respect if you went to Detroit. If you go Colorado and ride those coaches. No, I, I will never nope. do that. Colorado's out. You you would be Ray Bork. Yeah. Play, playoff team. Playoff playoff teams right now are out because I'm not going to be that guy. Oh, I need so it, it I has need... to be a non-playoff team. So now we have parameters around this. So this is, uh, I, I'm, I'm okay. throwing on the spot criteria, but I can't be a, um, I can't be a ring chaser. Right now, okay. I'm not a veteran hockey guy. I'm not a yeah, forty Kevin year old. Durant. I'm not a forty year old guy. I'm not a Mar- Hold on. I'm not a Mark. No, no, never. I'm oh, not all a, right. So that's out too. I'm not okay. a Mark Recchi chasing another ring with the Bruins late in his career. But no, Montreal. So Toronto like, out. No, Toronto's out. Toronto's playoff yeah, team. I, I, I had to root for Toronto for about a year. It's yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, no, it's you, you did well. It's, no, you did well. Teams I hate no, Philly, hurt hurt. Toronto is a playoff team. They're out Montreal. I can never, you I know what? Never. This is a good conversation. If everyone wants to tune in on Tuesday for our, uh, some of my social hour fat Tuesdays, uh, uh, social hour, we'll be talking about sports cities that we'd root for. If Boston was new, not around my new hockey team. You will announcing it tonight. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's ah! coming. It's coming. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. On, on Tuesday, whenever Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, okay. yeah whatever, Let's try and get you? through this show. So the draft is going on now as we speak. Uh, the Bruins are uh, not on the rumored to try and get into the first round. Which, by the way, also just fuck Sweeney, fuck the Bruins. This PR, this media blitz that they always do. It here's how it goes. We're gonna try to do this, but when it doesn't happen, because we didn't actually put all our eggs into it. Then uh, don't blame us. We tried John Tavares uh, trying to get in the first round. They're not trying to get in the first round because that means give, actually giving up assets and they're not going to fucking do that. Number one, because they don't have really much assets to give up. And the ones that they do, they're not going to do it because they don't have the balls to do it. They're not going into the first round. But if they were, here's some options. Uh, the senators, Ottawa senators, are looking to open the uh, look are open to moving the number seven overall pick. What's the draft at, Ray? Are you are you paying attention? It's pretty close to seven. I think. It's pretty close to seven. They're not going to get to the seventh pick. They don't have the assets to do it. The other ones you want to no, look seven for seven picks gone, traded today, gone. Okay, the Coyotes have um, pick three, which uh, has gone. already happened. Twenty-seven and thirty-two. Uh, those were uh, some options for the Bruins. This is coming out Friday, About so we'll years. know if they did that last night. 
Um, the Sabres in their division, hard to see that happening, but 9, 16, and 28. Hold on. A funny story about the Sabres. I forget who uh, Matt Murray has a no trade clause with no trade clause with Ottawa and Buffalo is on the list when asked if he would accept to a, a trade to Buffalo. I quote, fuck no, end quote. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good call on that. Uh, one of a ter- terrible. We're at the pick eight, so yeah, it's not happened yet. Regardless of what it is, you're looking at Don Sweeney, who we've been bashing rightfully so, has a terrible draft record. I got this from uh, something called THW, um, a website that listed uh, two Wed- Wednesdays at Irene's. We just cut it short, so we didn't... Uh keep the web browser too long two wednesdays okay there's an h in there too but uh they uh these these are sweeney's top D-W-A. five these are this is 20 sweeney's top five picks okay wh you fucking idiot yeah you're an idiot bill tough night for you but uh sweeney's hey, top guys, five quitting on the second show top five picks here's what they are and this i only have to read one to let you know how bad the picks have been built. When did Swinney take over? 2015. SGU? Don't remind me, please. Thank you. <laughs> 2015. So you're looking that was at a great draft. You're looking at seven seasons here. Number five, yet to touch an NHL rink. Fabian Lysel. The hype's real on him. I'm, I'm Cool. You know, he, how do you, at a, if you're a GM for six seasons, how do you have in your top five draft picks, you have seven rounds. How do you have a guy that has never played in the NHL in your top five? You've also traded three of them, and you're know, including four of them, if you include tonight, I believe, for hand, handsome Limholm. Handsome. Handsome. He's a handsome like guy. Like handsome guy. He's a Swede, right? I what does that have to do with it? But again, it, it affects his draft. I mean, We've we've asked our GMs and especially the Bruins. I don't like your answer. I'm I'm actually looking for you just to reiterate my point, Ray. uh, It's terrible. He's drafted terrible. In the top five of pick, the top five draft picks for Don Sweeney, one of the guys, the fifth pick, has never played in the NHL. Terrible, terrible. Thank you. Why is this guy here? Fire, fire, Don Sweeney. Number four, Brandon Carlo. (laughs) Well, he has some upside. I mean, yeah, he's he's been playing really well. My fantasy baseball team is struggling right now so i'm really not re- listening to you richard no brandon carl is good he's second round pick but he came in that 2015 draft with after you whiffed on three picks i mean that's it he's soft concussion issues but again it, you've really especially went downhill after uh wayne gretzky's brother he, uh bolted i think he's out in edmonton edmonton right now i mean this is Number another three reason. jake debrusque boo soft ass pussy your number three draft pick that you have in your career is a third line left winger, a third line left winger that can't First handle some tough sure. coaching. Well, we'll see what he does under uh, um, drunk Montgomery. So we'll see. Drunk Ooh. Montgomery. Number two, Jeremy Swayman, a goalie, I like a goalie, that. Jeremy Swayman. I like that. I put him lower on the list again. I don't, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's. Well, you're not a Bruce fan anymore, so it doesn't matter what your thoughts. Honestly, yeah, uh, Carlo. Here's the deal with drafting Simon. goalies: it doesn't really matter. You can kind of pick them out of nowhere. Goalies kind of come out of nowhere. So if your number two draft pick of all time is a goalie, then that's saying a lot. Number one is Charlie McAvoy, which was an absolute fucking no brainer. Stud. Um, I fl- I flip Carlo and Mac. I, I flip Carlo and uh, Swayman on that list. There you go. Okay. Boom. Well, that's uh, that's the guy picking uh, tonight. 
Thursday if they get in the first round, Friday as it's released in the second round. Uh, if they get in the second, if they don't pick anybody in the first round, if they don't get in there, uh, all indi- everything indicates they're going for the top center on the board at 54. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, no one has any faith in Don Sweeney in his draft picks. They obviously need him to hit. He just got an extension. We'll see how it works out. Arrow pointing down on the Bruins. We'll be right back. We'll come. We're coming right back with simplest minds of the week to end the show. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. You look like you're getting some. Rich looks like he's getting some gray. Those are fucking red, dude. Even worse. Gingers have no souls. Cut that one, too. Brittany Griner pleads guilty uh, in her court appearance in Moscow in Russia for uh, drug trafficking is what she yeah, pled guilty not for. Left forever, Ray. <laughs> is what she pled guilty for. Uh, the sentence there is 10 years in Russian prison. She's fucked. I don't oh, I, I, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Just can everyone just shut up for fucking a second for a fucking second for one second. Jesus. Bill, do you care to explain? Yes. Yes, I do. Hold on. <clears throat> I'm back. I'm back. No, I mean, I saw it. Supposedly, I think it. it with Russian law, they had to make her basically plead guilty for the, the exchange. But I just think it's really convenient. Conspiracy theory, get a life, get a life loser. But I'll tell you, but it's weird. You're in the middle of a war and now you're trying to prison exchange her for Nicolas Cage, Yuri Olaf here in a Lord of War out here in a prison. Yeah, prisoner can we explain exchange. that? So Nicolas Cage played uh, a character Bout. in the movie Lord of War. Name uh what was um Victor Victor Bout, Bout, Victor Bout who, is, who is nicknamed the Merchant of, of death. death who is a uh, arms dealer who is an, He's arms, an arms dealer, dealer that the United States have in, has imprisoned I think for twenty five years was his sentence so he's doing uh, time in America. and he's basically number one on uh, Moscow's list to get back. And, <laughs> yeah, the timing is interesting now they're now that they're in war, but. You know what's more interesting, interesting to me? A basketball a basketball player That's is about to be in this transfer for a warlord. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. You're in the middle That's of a bad war. deal. That's a very bad deal. <laughs> That's a bad deal for Biden. You bet there's there. So That's it's like the Utah. Talk- That's like the Utah Jazz trade to Minnesota. No <laughs> bad trade. Not <laughs> only is trade. it a basketball player, <laughs> it's a basketball player that Get is openly said she hates America. She hates the national anthem being played at her games, and now she's openly trying to suck that old decrepit dick of Joe Biden to get back in the U.S. It's convenient the fact that they're trying to get the warlord of death, right? The amount, <laughs> if you, I swear to God, Ray, if you look him up, like the amount of Are wars, that, yeah. the amount of wars he funded, and if you watch that movie, like it's pretty legit on certain sides. Like he had when the Soviet Union collapsed, there was bunkers and bunkers and warehouses of tanks and armies and and, and guns and all this other shit and he swooped in with his connection with russia and just started fucking selling them all over the world he funded wars everywhere and now you're losing a war and you go uh, the ch- uh, where the fuck you 
check Ukraine. With Ukraine. Sorry. You're losing that war right now, but now you're trying to get a guy that can get guns and has, has connections pretty much from here to Antarctica. Right. And it's, it's, it's a joke. It's a joke what they're doing. Let her rot, let him rot over there. Both of them. Let him fucking Victor rot in America, <laughs> America and let Brittany Griner rot in China, uh, Russia. That's it. This is bullshit. I don't care. Weed, whatever. It's a political stunt by Russia, but let her rot. That's do crazy. not let a do not let this idiot out of jail. Do not. Russia scares yeah, it's the a shit out of me deal. as it is. Like it's we don't talk politics deal. here, but they scare the shit out of me as it is. And I want nothing to do with the biggest arm de- arms dealer in the history of the world that's oh, what russia this guy scare is me how could russia scare you they can't even get over mm-hmm. the other fucking ukraine they got a lot of nukes because they're not ready to they nuke don't. yet they don't we don't talk politics but it, it is an politics. interesting discussion turn in tune tune in on the after show we can we can talk russia nukes they're not as many as you think and they're not that great they kind of fucking suck uh here's here's a better one though sports related Bigger nukes come out of irene's asshole <laughs> that got generally they're going in Generally, they're going in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Ray. Yes. Nice shirt. Thanks, man. Can I ask you something, Ray? Absolutely. If you were to draft someone number one overall. Okay. At the most important position in sports. Okay. Well, what, call it back, maybe five years later. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with getting rid of that said person for, say, a fifth round draft pick? Also. Uh, uh, paying him $10 million not to play for you. And also playing them that former team week one and paying him $584,000 to play you week one and probably losing to him. Yeah, that's going to be fucking hilarious. The Cleveland Browns are the simplest minds of the league. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, that's not even the icing on the cake is the fact that you just paid a rapist $230 million guaranteed that you're Alleged. not even it's alleged. We oh, haven't no, seen it, the jerk off. We haven't seen the semen traces yet. We didn't know oh, how I can't he ejaculated. I can't. Ale- I'd like allegedly. to see that Venn diagram. I would too. This is the this is the table. Yeah. So many Irene this jokes we can throw off, here, but uh, zone and here is the splash zone. Yeah, no, it's like the bullet tracing. You know how they always have like the strings and like <laughs> you already made that joke, dummy. I like it. Thanks, thanks, Rich. I appreciate. it. I like it almost as much as your shirt. Uh, the Browns are a bunch of fucking idiots. What's that? Does anyone know what's the status on that? Uh, on the Browns trying to get out from Deshaun Watson's contract? Nothing. It can't be now, right? Can't no. Now. So this is what the, the NFL PA has met with what Goodell or whatever. They're pushing for like a, a eight game suspension. The NFL is pushing for a full year. So, I mean, at, at this point, Browns are just going to roll with it. You, you saw the icing on the cake. If, if they were going to try to fucking, um, Void it, they wouldn't have traded Baker. You're right. And, and and as much as I hate Baker, the last eight games of 2020, he played at a top five level in the NFL. That he carried that Browns team to a to a um playoff playoff berth. And he could have easily beat Kansas City. He was very close to beating Kansas City. And then 2021, he had a fucking he was injury. I'm not a huge fan on him, but I mean you know he's played at some. I don't hate it. I mean, if you're the Panthers, you what a fucking you're not deal. playing Sam Sam Darnold. You're paying Sam Darnold, million. Cam Newton. What a deal! The Panthers have a pretty decent they team. Matt rules of uh, you know has success as an offensive coach. Um, I think the Panthers are in pretty good shape there. If Baker Mayfield can limit some mistakes and stay healthy, yeah. I mean, you look pretty good, and for a conditional fifth for the number one overall pick in the NFL draft a couple of years before. 
Nice deal for the Panthers. And the no, Browns hold on. Still Can, paying it's him even 10 million better. And the, and the Panthers got, got him to take a $3 million pay cut. The Panthers have the, the number one and the number three pick in the 2018 draft. And they're both quarterbacks. And they also have Cam Newton. And well, Cam Newton's not even signed yet. No, he's there. Oh, yeah, you're right. He signed a two year deal. Ooh. Okay. Bunch All of right. good, bunch of really quote unquote good quarterbacks there in Carolina. Ooh, All right. I got to I gotta add Carolina to my list of uh, for maybe <laughs> cities I want to root for from now on. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, let's uh, end this show here. I got the one more simplest spot of the week. PJ Tucker signed with the uh, 76ers after a year in Miami. Uh, they Love went this. on the they went on the uh, interwebs. PJ Tucker did to Twitter, uh, Twitter, Twitter to send a, a nice heartfelt felt message to Miami in the heat for his time there. Here's what he said. He said, quote, what a year. True underdogs that really got it out of the mud and went against all odds. Miami, you will forever be my home in heat nation. I can't thank you guys enough for the love you've shown me all year, though. Our journey together has come to an end. The love will forever remain the same. Black heart emoji, white hand praise emoji. And just underneath was one time teammate and now competitor, Jimmy Butler, who said, quote, fuck you and Joel Embiid. Yeah, I brought him into this. I love it. <laughs> I mean, he's not I wrong. I fucking love Jimmy Butler. I would love Jimmy Butler. In the I would have loved PJ Tucker on the Celtics. I like them both. I think they're both really good, but I, <laughs> I don't think there's the simplest minds here. I think that winner goes to the Browns. I just thought it was funny to bring it up. It was a funny uh, interaction. I fuck you and Joel Embiid. <laughs> and obviously, we know that. Uh, Jimmy Butler has ill feelings against the 76ers for not investing in him and not giving him a contract, letting him go to the heat. I just thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny. Uh, this has been the Seven Mind Sports Show, Friday Rewind, July 8th. We'll see you on Tuesday for our social hour. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Richard. Hi, Ray. How are you? Great. You look great. Nice hat. Well. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I got compliments at the golf course yesterday before it. Ah, nice shirt. Oh, thank you. It's a you. great shirt. No, it really that. looks good in you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's uh it's green. Looks green. Mm, yeah. Feels green. Looks green. Yeah, hold on a second there. No, yeah, really fits you. It's a uh... thanks. I appreciate that. No, hey, it's nice. Fat fuck, nice hey, shirt. Look. Hey, Bill. Hey, Queen. <clears throat> hey, hey, boys. Ray, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, drinking out of a non-disclosed uh, cup yep. today. Yeah. <laughs>
I might have want to change my shirt right about now because this isn't going to go well. Oh. Yeah, you look like the sun. <laughs> uh, it's green. Bill? It's green. Yeah, uh, it's green, Bill. I'm not going to get in the middle of this, but uh, you look uh, like you got peed on. Nice shirt. Thank you, Bill. Then I we haven't seen you here in about a month. Uh, that beard is getting long and gray. It's very gray. You know what also you have going on? You have a real old grown man's thick mustache that's like fully perfectly covering the upper lip. Like a Fulton. We call that a Fulton. Yeah, you don't you don't actually I've been uh, growing my mustache now for many many years and I can tell you, you don't get like the clean line over the lip until you've crossed a certain threshold of old. <laughs> uh, I've been trying and it just gets like kind of scattered. Sucks. After I, a while. I do got a couple like scatters down there but it's like that's the first no, no, thing no. I do it's it's pretty solid it's <laughs> it's an old it's an old man gray solid above I can lip. never rock the full stash though I've always like especially when I've grown out the beard I'm like man I would I could do it but I just I wouldn't well, you've feel passed, comfortable you've passed the color you've 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 broken the color barrier now what you can't Jackie go Robinson you can't do no anybody with a with a gray uh mustache can't just do a gray mustache you got to go beard at that point like you can do I think some could go goatee but I, I you I think guys with goatees um like balls on their chin <laughs> if you know what I mean so not I'm that not there's anything go. wrong with that no no, no. Yeah. they just like to, to be choked uh no, that's a full just a straight mustache, Magnum PI style. Can't be gray. Can't be a white gray. No way. Can't get no. away with that. No way. So we just no ferment way. it for him. Buy some just for men. Send it to his house. It is long. Like I got it. Uh, I'm overdue for hair, uh, hair beard beard cut. So you know I got to fit it in. It's been busy. Yeah, the number one, the classic number one. You're really overdue there, Bill. Summertime. It's summertime, Bill. We are on the Queen's hours, and uh, he's <laughs> yeah. got a lot of shit going on. So I'm not. I did make plans for tonight, and then you were like, "Hey, we recorded Thursday." I'm like, "Hey, guys, I'm busy Thursday now." So because I completely forgot. Did you br- you blew off your plans wow. for us this week? Yeah, I did. I was gonna go trivia, but I was like, "All right, no, no, I can't." Eh, you know, Rain so Man at trivia. Oh, thanks, Bill. Yeah, we finished first, second, and third the last three times we went. Not oh bad. shit, you're on the fucking team. I'm not surprised. Oh. Rain Man. <laughs> Rain Man. Okay, why don't we get started before that <laughs> drink's gone? Uh, this is the Civil Mind Sports Show, the uh, uh, I, the self proclaimed number one New England sports Thank show you. on iTunes. That's what I've been saying for a long time now. That's what I said.